pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier 
in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
I will never let them tell me how to raise my kids They ain't never ever gonna change the way I live Call me a conspiracy theorist Cause I don't trust politicians But I'll be spitting in their faces Till they put me in prison It's middle fingers to the grave Until my fingers is missing It's fuck the system forever I'll pass it on to my children I was never the captain of any football team I was way too distracted with trying to chase my dreams Did it my way Tattoos on my face Never went to college Started building houses Trying to get some money saved Hung around with bikers Screaming fuck all the cops All I needed was some cigarettes and hardly exhaust it was a long road couple wrong turns couple potholes couple lessons learned i was fucking with the wrong hoes never took directions nobody could tell me nothing didn't know what i was doing but knew i was doing something break both of my legs i still won't crawl you'll see you'll see i'll do this my way my way my way my way my way you ain't gonna see me fall you'll see you'll see i'll do this my way my way my way my way my way This all the shit As a kid I went through it Guess life's just a bitch You know I went down that road They told me not to go Ended up broke down In the street, no home What you know about collect calls From a prison phone What you know about thinking When your next meal come No, I never had no luck Like a four-leaf clover Never giving up till the story's over Bounce back like time to act right Trying to shine bright like a flashlight King in my last life Probably why I act like You should count your blessings Cause in this life I rose from the ashes Like a peasant, no question all truth, real answers Fuck the government, I ain't never put my hands up Unless it's to smack them for the shit that they hand us Time to take it back, now they holding it for ransom Break both of my legs, I still won't crawl You'll see, you'll see, I'll do this my way My way, my way, my way, my way You ain't gonna see me fall You'll see, you'll see, I'll do this my way My way, my way, my way, my way
Welcome to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What's going on, fuckers? How's everyone doing? Hopefully good. We're trying to put out a fire. Extinguishing of uh, an event here mm-hmm. in front of us. Before uh, the smoke alarm goes off again. Yeah, that'd be fun. Right? Anyway. Yeah. So. 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 Um, my hmm. honest stream cut itself this morning. Did it? Which was good because I... Uh, I, you know, I finished editing the video for my presentation for the Southern Vegetable Gardening Summit. And then I was like, all right, I want to actually, because I didn't have any audio in the video part, because I wanted to talk over it or not much. I want to talk over it. So uh, I ended up actually scripting out what I was going to say. It's the first time I've ever like scripted shit out like that. Yeah. It was weird. It's very weird. So, but it wasn't bad. And then uh, at like 2.45, all of a sudden our internet went down and I was like, okay, well, I guess the stream's dropped anyway. So I'm going to record the video now, (laughs) record the audio, finish the presentation. And yeah, it was okay. I finished it just in time because it was due today by five o'clock. Yeah, you've waited till the absolute last day. You're damn to do skippy. Every little bit of it. I because I've only had you it. You are the procrastinate most procrastinating. I've bitch only had it I've for months. Ever seen. Months. Holy shit. Months. Fucking hysterical. Months. Literal months. And it's not like I pulled new video clips. Like, no, I pulled from like <laughs> April to July of last year. So I mean I could have done this at any time. I, I was about to say you October, done, November, you December, January. You could have done this three weeks ago. I could have done this three months ago. I, yeah, I know. But I didn't. I did it today. Nope. Because it was uh, due today. I know. <laughs> oh, it was schoolwork. So I had to do it today. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much. That's how it goes. You know? That's how it goes. Sure. I need sure. a deadline. That's how I work. I need to tell him that I need a deadline. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that one. Yo, bro. Good luck with that one. He's going to tell you to get fucked. He's going to tell you the same thing James tells you every time he talks to you. Get Get fucked. fucked. Anyway. Dude. um, Okay. I'm going to put this out there. And if you don't like it, more than welcome to leave. Ooh, one if of those. you do not feel this way, then I'm going to ask you to leave. Okay. This is the way I feel about this. I mean, we don't and care any, how you feel. You're not required to feel the same way as him. I'm pretty sure. Um, I can speak though for all Patriots involved, Texas. If you need help, we're here. All you got to do is ask. Dude, Remember what you're asking for. Biden doesn't obey the Supreme court rulings. So why should Texas? I'm just saying, Texas, we're here. Just ask. I mean, don't ask Georgia because no, 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 <laughs> no. Fuck no, no, that no. communist camp. No, that won't. No, no. But I'm I'm speaking for patriots. I'm pretty sure if you ask, we're coming, and we're coming by the truckloads. Yeah. So all you got to do is ask. Let's not be stupid about what's going on, but let's be real about what's happening. Because I'm sorry, Section 2, Article 4 of the Constitution is pretty clear. They are supposed to fucking secure our our fucking borders. They are not doing that job. Remember, our forefathers left us the Declaration of Independence. Why did they leave us the Declaration of Independence? Because our forefathers, for for 23 reasons, broke their ties with England and said no more. For 23 reasons. 
I've got a million and one reasons why we need to break our ties with this current administration and this current government and reseat the whole government and repopulate the whole government all over again. So do you all. And your reasons are probably different than mine. So in case you guys don't know what we're talking about here, Monday, January 22nd, 2024. That's hold on, today. Hold on one minute, please. Can you let me do something that we constantly forget to do? Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Order and pending case. Department of Homeland Security at all versus Texas. The application to vacate injunction presented to Justice Alito and by him referred to the court is granted. The December 19th, 2023 order of the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, case number 2350869, is vacated. Justice Thomas, Justice Alito, Justice Gorsuch, and Justice Kavanaugh would deny the application to vacate injunction. That means that Amy Comey Barrett and all the other ladies and... John Roberts, who probably counts as that too, granted the application. So in uh, the federal government versus Texas, the federal government won. They are taking down the razor wire or they have been ordered to take down the razor wire at the border. Uh, I'm just saying, folks, is it bad enough? Is it bad enough yet? Uh, well, I mean, you want to talk about de facto civil war. You want to talk about de facto whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter what you call it. What we have right now is a government that's doing whatever the fuck they want, whenever the fuck they want, not the people. Mm -hmm. That is the, to, to first identify that you have a problem is the first step in solving it. So let's identify that we have a problem. We have a government that's way off the fucking rails. It's going off the reservation, doing its own thing, not doing the people's bidding, not doing what you and I want, not using our tax money consistently. And yet we, the people, are sitting here with this planted directly right here. We aren't doing anything. Why not? Why have we been lulled into this existence that it's okay to bury our heads in the sand? Oh, the feathers on my back are standing up. Therefore, I got to get down. Incoming. Get down. That's going to be soon, according to this guy. And we're going to get a lot more of these. Yes, by the way, you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Ah, very easy. <laughs> the, the entitlement. The entitlement. Uh, no, believe me. I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. Yeah. What's he talking about? Sounds like a threat. Is he going to get his 15 minutes of fame? Yeah. <laughs> Did soon he just get it? Soon everyone will know who he is. Did he just get it? Can you consider that a threat to the United States? I, I consider Biden a threat to the United States. I consider Biden and all of his cronies and everything they've done to the United States a threat to the United States. That's what I consider a threat. I consider George Soros, the WEF, a threat to the United States. How about this? Right now, uh, gate 36. Wide open. Is now open. For business. At the border. Come on in. So they've opened up the gate at gate 36 right here. And there goes the group 
of people who crossed illegally into the United States. They have opened the gate for them. They're heading into the transport van where they will be processed and paroled out into a city near you guys. So they've opened up the gate. So that doesn't show me a secure border. That that shows me, actually, you know what that clip just showed me? That showed me um, Border Patrol not doing their job at all. Border Patrol is supposed to protect our border from them coming in. How is Border Patrol doing that job? Um, well, Joe says he needs more money for the border. Joe also tells us, this is the clip that I was telling you about. This was from 10 years. This is when he said the other day that he's been telling us for 10 years that the border is unsecure. Watch this. Give me the money so I can launder it through Ukraine and go into Hunter's bank accounts and come back to me. Give me the money. Or the cartels in this case. Uh, again, when do we stop? When do we finally say enough is enough? The Supreme Court has stood against us in every stretch of the imagination on this. And it's the weird part is it's right here in the document that they're supposed to look at and read and say, oh, shit. Yeah, you're not doing your job, America. What the fuck? That's their job. They're the 10th man. Even the news is calling it a border war with the White House. <laughs> Texas installing even more fencing and razor wire inside Shelby Park. Defying the Biden administration's deadline to reopen the property to the feds. Fox cameras captured this moment when the Texas National Guard told migrants approaching the razor wire barricade to turn around to Mexico. The United States government is suing Texas, arguing its agents need access to this 2.5-mile stretch of land around Shelby Park, especially during emergencies. Texas DPS tells Fox News that Texas kicked the feds out from this park because it thinks it can do a better job deterring migrants, claiming the Biden administration removes the state's razor wire and doesn't care about securing the border. It's not normal. It's not uh, humane for anyone to cross a river, including children. It really shows how the federal government is attacking Texas for trying to prevent that because what they want to do, they want to keep the border open. Also, a major change in procedure. Texas is now arresting migrants illegally crossing into the U.S., which Governor Abbott implemented under his emergency declaration. Okay. Can, can I get a couple patriots to do me just a one solid favor? Can you can you guys like do me a yes yes Master Splinter we did yes. and I don't we're, we'll share those tonight if you don't mind uh, we didn't have your permission to share them but we'll share them if you don't mind um, that's even crazier because we didn't understand that one at first and then we're looking at it going are you fucking kidding me yeah but folks I. And, and folks, if you think this is just happening at the southern border, Master Splinter sent us some pictures. Guess what? It ain't just happening at the southern border either. So this should piss you off even more. We're not only being invaded from the south, we are being invaded from the north too. So just to add to all of that, okay, let's think of, just give me a couple of motivated patriots to go ahead, breathe some Crocs or some alligators 
and put them in the fucking Rio Grande, please. Please put some gators in the Rio Grande or put some fucking piranhas is what my thought when I was a kid. You want to solve this problem with the border problem? Let's put piranhas in the Rio Grande. You put piranhas in the Rio Grande. I'll tell you fucking what. You'll re-educate every freaking Mexican coming across that border one time. That's all it'll take. One time of those little fucking bastards going nuts, one feeding frenzy, and that'll be done. They'll never cross that water ever again. Trust me. And either will anything else. I, I'm just, <coughs> okay, well, hey, guess what? We, we don't have to worry about it then. At that point, we don't have to freaking worry about it. Let nature figure it out. They always say nature versus nurture. Fine, figure it out. This will be fun. You'll only go swimming in the Rio Grande once, and then you'll be like, well, shit, that hurt. You won't do it more than once. I wonder where. <coughs> to download them, it would go to downloads. Mm -hmm. See, but it's not there. Did you download it yep. to Telegram, or did you download it because <coughs> you no. have a Telegram desktop folder? Mm-mm. See, this is last week. Hmm. <coughs> I just did it now. Okay, maybe it went directly to pictures because they're all pictures. Yep. Mm -mm. Well, where the fuck did it go? I hate it when it does this. It does this to me all the time. It's so annoying. Nope. There. <coughs> Are you done? No. Uh, did it save it to the desktop? It may have saved it to the desktop. It might be down the desktop down there. Um, how do I get to just that? X out of, or cancel? Mm. Boo -boo. Where do, where did you download it from? The email. Hold on. Let me see that real quick. Did you actually, well, bringing the email back up, did you actually pull it out of the Gmail account and drop yeah. it on the, uh, yeah. hmm, interesting. I don't know what the fuck happened to it. I don't know where it goes. It goes to different places. It's so random. I don't save it to where, <laughs> if you don't save it to where you want it to go to. See, it's in pictures, but it didn't come up. Oh, in OneDrive pictures. OneDrive okay. pictures. That's why you're saving it to a completely different drive. All right. Let's see if I can find this now. No, you're going to need, uh, no, you need a. Trust me. Okay. There you go. Look at you. But it's still not there. No, because you're not in OneDrive. Go to OneDrive. Now bring uh, up pictures. Now find uh, show all. Go down to this and click show all. All files. There you go. Ah, no wonder I can never fucking find anything. And yet it's not in here. Unless it's those three. Nope. I don't fucking know. Go to try save pictures. I don't know. I'm. Trying to look with you. I don't know, I know where it goes. Hold on. Let me see this. See my Hold on. I, need, I know the name. Nope. nope. All right. Look at one other place here. Boop. Nothing, nothing, no. nothing, nothing. No, because that's all right there. I, I got you. I was just opening all the files to see if there was anything in there, but there's nothing in there. So I don't know where you're. All right, then let's save it. 
Um, here, I'll save it in here. Well, anyway, while she downloads this, but think about this. This isn't just happening on our southern border either. This is also happening at the northern border. We're about to show you that as soon as we can figure out where these images went. And now we're saving them all. Again. And it's crazy when you hear the story behind this because this the story's even nuttier. And the conditions in which these guys were found is even nuttier. Show all files. I just put it there. I just put Show it there. Show all files. Okay. Oh, my Lord. There it is. It's coming up as a JPEG, not as a PNG or any other file. Nope. You can't do that because it's a. It's coming up. So you're going to have to present it. You get so frustrated. Uh-huh. All right. So now, where was it? Open where it was. And then just open them up over here. Now I'll have to switch the screen over to the other side because otherwise it won't do that. Okay. Well, then do that and then open it over here. And blow that up, make that full screen. That's all you'll have to do. Now go over there and share that screen. Live editing, folks. This is way more complicated than it should be. All right. So. So these are the pictures that Master Splinter sent us from up north. And he had, I guess, I guess these guys wandered onto his property. Their feet were frozen. There were blocks of ice. Uh, blocks of ice. They crossed from Canada into the U.S. If you just click that arrow to the side there, you can change the pictures. They crossed from Canada into the U.S. And this one almost died. Yeah. This is nuts. They're going through all that snow to get into the U.S. Mm -hmm. There's Look, crossing through a desert is one thing. Crossing what the, fuck? the border through the snow is a completely different thing. Holy shit, what are you doing to us? I just went nuts. Yeah, it did. Okay. All right, shut down the images, the pictures. So crossing over the border where it's snow, you you got snow. I mean, shit that's going to kill you, bears. There's all sorts of crap up there. Meese. Those things will run you down. Those things, they don't care. They'll run you down. They'll trample you to death. They'll stomp you to death. There's a lot of shit that'll, there's a lot more shit that'll kill you coming across the northern border than that will kill you if you're coming up the southern border. I don't there's know. There's wolves, a lot of nasty shit in the southern border too. Wolves, bears, all of that shit. Oh my god, they have absolutely, and they never once besides lived the, in the weather. snow. Yeah, I mean, forget. Yeah, the weather alone is going to kill you. I mean, don't get me wrong. The weather in Texas can kill you too. Six and one half dozen the other, but they're more likely to survive the Texas side Moose. than they're going to survive the fucking Canadian side. Moose or uh... yeah, meese will fucking. They'll hunt you down and they'll fucking stomp you to death. Mm -hmm. They're no joke. Oh, but all right. Here's what good old Ted Cruz had to say about what's going on. Well, this is good. He actually went off and um, again, he talks really well. He's never going to do anything. Well, of course not. None yeah. of them are ever going to do anything. Good, good point. Sugar drain slot. This being the, the wolf pack. You're absolutely right. We should let him go. So that way we get more to eat. I get that. But. <sighs> and, and, 
and it's worth understanding, when Joe Biden came into office three years ago, he inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. Donald Trump had done an extraordinary job securing the border. I worked hand in hand with him to do that, and we were seeing incredible success. Joe Biden unilaterally broke that system, and the way he did so was three decisions he made the opening week in office. Number one, he immediately halted construction on the border wall. Number two, he reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And number three, he pulled out of the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. That caused this crisis. And, and, and it's worth understanding when Joe Biden. It's true. Those are the three things. If you remember, that's what started all this. Mm-hmm. And folks, I would be remiss if I didn't say, you know, these guys, these Mexicans that are doing this coming in from Canada, they don't they've never been to Jaekwondo. They don't know how to fight bears. All right. They have they've never paid the nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars and learned from real Jaekwondo masks. They have no idea how to fight bears. So get out of here with that. There's no way that they're going to come already trained, ready to go to fight some bears on the northern border. No, that shit ain't nah bear. No, nah, that ain't happening. No, nah. no, nah. because the only way you get to go to Jaekwondo is if you're an American citizen, because we can't train it to anybody outside the U.S. It's just deadly. It's a deadly art. I'm just saying. Yeah, just saying. Well, there's uh, safety concerns. In New York? In New York. Oh, well, this is uh, the story about uh, Governor's Island or uh, whatchamacallit, uh, yeah. not Governor's Island. Yeah, it's Governor's Island, I think. A police presence was visible tonight on Randall's Island, a day after a man was stabbed in the neck. Cell phone video given to us by a migrant shows the chaos. This woman had just walked in when she saw the victim screaming for help. The man was stabbed. He was screaming, saying he was stabbed in the neck by one of the security guards. She did not want to be identified, but says a group of Venezuelan men got into some type of argument that escalated into a fight. Security got involved. You can see them in the video wearing the yellow vest. 18 people were arrested. They call this place the death shelter, said Angel, who arrived in New York Friday morning. He was placed here at Randall's Island, but says from the moment he walked in, people told him to watch his back. Before something happens to me, I'd rather be somewhere else. I'm going to ask to be transferred to another shelter or if they can get me on a flight to another state. Migrants we spoke to say they sleep with one eye open and one eye shut fearing they will be attacked. This stabbing comes less than two weeks after a 24-year-old man was stabbed to death inside this same shelter. We reached out to City Hall asking if they are aware of how unsafe some migrants feel, but we have not heard back. As we were out here reporting on the stabbings, our camera caught the moment a migrant woman suffered a medical emergency. She was unconscious, just kept having seizures, said this migrant who came to her aid but did not want to be identified. The young woman, who they call Dani, has been living in one of these tents steps away from the city's makeshift shelter for weeks. According to those who live with her, they say she was complaining of the cold moments prior to suffering the seizure. And that's not it. On Randall, I'm sorry, it's Randall's Island, not Governor's Island, but Governor's Island is where the other fucking death shelter death is. shelter is. And they're both the same. 
The, the cops get called there more than anywhere else in New York City. The ambulance, they have an ambulance now on permanent standby sitting in the parking lot because of how many times they've been called there. That's where your tax dollars are going. Yeah. If they're helping them, they're not they're helping, not helping you. you. What do you think they got time to run across town for some chick getting mugged down on uh, 114th Street? Nah, that shit ain't happening. Mm-hmm. They got to deal with the migrant crisis. Sleeping in below freezing temperatures, having come across the southern border and been dropped off in New York. Go the fuck home. Yeah, I don't You want know. a flight to a different state? How about a flight to Mexico City? See, this is the question that should be being asked and nobody's asking it. Why are you coming in droves? Nobody's asking that question. Why are you here? Because Joe said to flood the border as soon as he became president. Yeah, but this is another reason. This isn't Joe. There's something else going on here. There's something else in the background that we're not aware of. It's it's not just happening here either, folks. It's happening in Canada. It's happening in the UK. It's happening in Italy. It's happening in Germany. It's happening in France. All Western... Speaking countries. It's amazing. This isn't happening in Russia. This isn't happening in any of the Brexit countries. So where are they getting unregistered vehicles from? That's the next question. Check this out. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The migrants now have cars here at Floyd Bennett Field. Unbelievable is right. A Democrat New York lawmaker sharing this video of cars actually belonging to New York migrants being towed from the tent shelter where they are staying. This video was also taken in the same area where migrants were seen going door to door asking residents for money. New York Assemblywoman Jamie Williams recorded that video and she joins me now. Assemblywoman Williams, walk us through in a little bit more detail what you saw. Good morning. So I got there. It was filled with five cars, one truck. And as soon as the parks police um, called the tow trucks, as soon as the tow trucks arrived on the scene, we saw the migrants running out of the of the tents saying that it was the vehicles had belonged to them. Actually, one of the migrants had a title in his hand. Um, that was just really concerning. Where did, they get, where did they get these vehicles from? And it seems like they are having more resources than the average American. So, you know, we deserve answers. Our taxpayers deserve answers. Um, it's it's not right. That is the $64,000 question. Have you gotten any answers as to where these migrants got these vehicles in the first place? We have not gotten any responses from anyone whatsoever. And this morning we'll be working on that. Um, but as of right now, nothing. And as you can see, no registration, no license plate, no inspection, five cars, one truck. Through 2023, New York City has reported spending nearly $2.6 billion on the migrant crisis. Mayor Eric Adams expecting the city to spend over $12 billion on the migrant crisis by the summer of 2025. That's next summer. What do you say to constituents who are working two to three jobs just to survive in and around this area and paying taxes so that that can happen in their neighborhood? That's not right. It's 100% not right. It's, a, it's an abuse of taxpayers' dollars. Every American, taxpaying American, 
need to know what's going on. There needs to be more transparency. And let's take it a little bit further with the Biden administration, who have turned a blind eye to this national crisis. We have lawlessness happening in New York City, and specifically in my district in the southeast side of Brooklyn. So now myself and our residents have become benefactors of the lawlessness of these migrants. You're a Democrat. It seems like this issue is becoming more and more bipartisan, with the exception, like you mentioned, of the Biden administration. Are there enough of you out there, especially in a blue state like this, to actually exact some change, to do something about this horrific situation, not just the situation you saw? I'm talking about the migrant crisis in general. I don't think there is enough of us um, here, and I, and I don't think you know people should be looking at what party name is behind um, the the person's um, name. Um, for me, and specifically myself and Councilwoman Joanne Ariola has taken this bipartisan fight, and we have made it ours because it affects everyone in our district. And I don't know why people are afraid to step up to the plate, but we need to do this sooner than later. Look, what if, what if, I'm spitballing here, throwing a possibility out here. What if this is a big business? Of course it is. No, no, no. Hear me out. If you were smart, if, if and you're, you're a smart business, you're a business savvy lady, right? Mm-hmm. If you were a cartel leader, right? Yeah. You're down there on the southern border and you're you're watching these migrants flow flow through, right? Mm -hmm. And you saw somebody you knew, you knew the family, you you called the family, you said, Hey, what was the process when they went through? Oh, when they went through, oh, they got they got um they got five grand. Mm -hmm. Um, they got this, they got that, and then they got a plane ticket to a city. Really? Okay. What if we set it up where we send you in, you give us $2,500, you take the other $2,500, just split it right down the middle. We make it half and half. You do it 50, 60 heads a piece, right? You got $2,500 coming back ahead a piece going back into the States. Mm -hmm. And then you tell them, Hey, you got to get back here by this time, this date. Yeah. There's one guy that said he crossed the border like eight times. And every time he came across, he got like five grand. Yeah. He's giving kick, giving kickbacks back to the fucking cartel. Yeah, what do you want to bet? Why would you have cars? How would you own a car? With no registration. With no, no registration. A title. New York requires a license plate on the front and the back, by the way. And it requires a very specific, you have to go through a, a very specific inspection. process to get an inspection done. Yep. You have to go to a, a like a mechanic and they fucking do a whole... EPA inspection. inspection yep. on your car. It's fucking crazy it's to make sure that you're not carbon killing the planet. That's why when I when we had the uh, the old seventy eight Chevy Malibu, we had to send we had to register in Maine for the plates because it wouldn't pass inspection. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, the, I'm just wondering if we start doing it, are we gonna get caught? Yeah. Um, but I, we we do know a lot of people that can easily go back and forth across the border because they've done it before. I mean, they've lived here illegally for years now, True. but um, they used to work for me. I mean, we could just get in one of the, if you can suffer and suck it up and do the walk and get into the country and do it over and over again, it could be pretty lucrative, right? 2,500 bucks a week just to fucking stand there in line. Why yeah, not? But the cartels will kill you for it. True. I mean, that is the back end of it. You yeah. probably, have, well, 
what if the cartels didn't do it? What if I just did it on my own? That's what I mean. The cartels will kill you for it. Well, they better bring it. <laughs> they will. They're bringing it to Denver, too. This is crazy. The hospitals are overrun now. Denver Healthcare System is now saying that it has provided more than $130 million of medical care that it still has not received payment for, with thousands of migrants contributing to that bill. Joining us now with an update is Stephen Federico, Chief Government and Community Affairs Officer for Denver Health. Health. Sir, thank you very much for joining us. First off, what exactly is happening with the, with the healthcare in that hospital? Can somebody who's showing up right now that needs care get it? Yeah, thank you for having us, Sandra. Um, so Denver Health is very proud of its 160-year mission of uh, providing health care to people in Denver, regardless of their ability to pay. Uh, just to correct one fact, you know, last year we did provide $130 million of uncompensated care, um, and a small portion of that uh, is related to the recent arrival of many migrants, but the baseline uh, for our hospital uh, was at $130 million prior to the arrival of this population. Okay, um, that would be an important clarification. So you're saying that all these migrants that are showing up at the, at the hospital are not racking up big bills? No, they absolutely are contributing to that. We estimate that we've seen about 8,000 of these newly arrived migrants in our hospital system, from emergency rooms to primary care to dental clinics. Um, and of course, uh, the lack of a federal response uh, to the healthcare needs of this population uh, results in their inability to pay for the majority of this care. So it has contributed to our financial distress. To be clear, what do you think the federal government is responsible for? How should it be stepping in here? Well, I think we need to provide basic needs to, to, these, to these populations. You know, they are, they are coming to our hospital as patients um, with uh, basic health care needs such as respiratory illness, GI illnesses. Some of them have baseline chronic illnesses such as asthma and diabetes. We're seeing severe dental disease in the population. Some of them have acute illnesses as a result of their arduous journey, living in unsanitary conditions, drinking poor drinking water. And so we're doing the best we can from a clinical standpoint to take care of them. But we really need a, a system in place to help pay for that medical care, to make sure that these patients get the needed care, get the needed medication, get the needed follow-up. And the lack of a, a, of a structured system to pay for that is making it extremely difficult for our clinical teams. This spineless... Hey, let's get the federal government to pay for all the illegal health care. It's not that they don't pay for ours, but let's get it to pay for theirs. Well, they pay for ours. They don't pay for yours. Sorry. I heard the VA is already paying out for them, though. They're already working on that. Wouldn't They're surprise me. Pushing out. Wouldn't surprise me. It's all of VA know, payments and all the people who don't go to the doctors. Yeah. Who said fuck the government a long time ago, like I did. Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's pretty wild. Um. Well, wait till the all the migrants get uh, a hold of our woke culture. Let's let's see how that goes for them, because I don't, I, that's not why they're here. I know. You got to remember, most of the migrants that have come across the border are males, military age males. I know. The only reason that you bring military age males across the border is to form an army. It's not for us. It's to come against us. 
Actually, it's to come against Trump. That was wouldn't surprise me. But hmm. that wouldn't surprise me at all. So um, this is uh, this is kind of crazy. We'll get to that in a second. There's something in particular I want to bring up if I can find it. That would be Laura Loomer. Here it is. So did y'all see that Alex Soros made a pretty blatant threat against President Trump? Underhanded, but blatant. Well, he brought up the whole Kennedy assassination. He didn't really. No, 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 no. The Kennedy assassination was was something else. Um for Trump, this is what he put on Trump. Okay. He said, last year, the crime and inflation crisis largely evaporated. So the leading theories about what had caused them. And then here's $45. Yeah. And a bullet hole through a window. Okay. Okay. However. So. It's 47, but okay. No. Yeah. 30. 10, 20. Okay, Five, yeah, 47, 47, 47, you're right, $47. Okay, which Trump's going to be the next, is going to be 47, Biden's wow. 46. All right. Sorry, okay. Will pay to the bearer on demand was a standard fine print on all Federal Reserve notes prior to the 1960s. Correct. Look what this says on here. This is not a recent $10 bill. It says will pay on demand. And up here, um, it's a... Would you note. go to the other one that actually has that? That shows it? Yeah. So definitions of a silver bullet, a simple guaranteed solution for a difficult problem. No silver bullet can make the world safe from terrorism type of solution, a method for solving a problem. So here you go. Um, we'll pay to the bear on demand. States of America, right? Uh, Nilver certificate. Silver certificate. Yeah, those are not, those are old dollars. Those are old Real old. Old, old. So, Laura Loomer connected it back to the JFK assassination, right? Because we'll pay to the bear on demand, $10. That was a bill in 1963. Correct. That was a $10 bill in 1963. Yep. Kennedy was assassinated November yep. 22nd, 1963. Um which I think. No, go the other way. Yeah. Next one. Yep. And then uh, 1963, will pay to the bear on demand was removed from the obverse and in God we trust was added to the reverse of the $10 Federal Reserve notes. Also, the obligation was shortened to its current wording. This note is legal tender for all debts, public and private. Hmm. Huh. So, Loomer is saying that this go all the way up because you're not even there all right so soros assassination threat against president trump exposed additionally further exposing how alexander soros just sent out a cryptic assassination hit on president trump john f kennedy was assassinated on november 22nd 1963 the $10 bill in the photograph next to the bullet says, we'll pay to the bearer on demand. That writing on the bill was placed with In God We Trust in 1963. Alexander Soros and the Atlantic specifically used this old $10 bill to highlight the JFK assassination. In fact, all of the paper currency in this photo is associated with political assassination. 
Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. Alexander Hamilton, pistol duel with Aaron Barr. Andrew Jackson was the first president to have an assassination attempt against him in 1835. The two $1 bills are silver certificates. The silver is referring to Kennedy being on a silver coin as well as a silver bullet. The bill shows as followed, 10, 2, 5, 1, 1. And the fourth bill is a 10 upside down that spells net. So the offer is... $100,250,111 net is what she's claiming. $100 million to assassinate Trump. Hmm. I see it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see where she's going with it. I think it's it's a little flimsy, but it's got some teeth. It does have teeth. There are specific things in there and the dollar, all the money that was in there was money from each assassination. So it would make sense. The only point is that there's no 2024 bill in there. That would be my only point of contention. Well, maybe because it hasn't happened yet. Maybe. Cause they're terrified. They, I mean, they're so terrified. Well, let's not, don't even get me started on the Secret Service because, you know, I'm, I'm playing this 72 hour, we're going to take a knee and hold rule again because there's even more shit that's coming out about the Secret Service and the pipe bombs on January 5th and 6th that are, there's even more coming out. Well, we'll, we'll get to some of the January 6th stuff here in a few minutes. But um, do you hear that uh, McMaster's came out, endorsed Trump? Yeah, well, Over I, Nikki Haley. listen, again, we are going to watch. This is going to be the earliest we've ever seen the RNC wrap up its primary schedule. Yeah. There will be no more primaries after South Carolina because Nikki Haley is going to lose her own state. Her backers will not back her anymore if she loses her own state. She has to win her own state. That's why she's leaning so hard right now into South Carolina. It's funny. The ad money that she's spending in South Carolina is ridiculous. She's not going to win it. No, she's not even going to come close. I think DeSantis would have had a better chance of winning South Carolina than Nikki Haley because they can't stand her. But Nikki Haley's she's she's done. She she's, removed the, con the Confederate flag from the Capitol in South, South Carolina. Carolina. You think anybody's going to vote for her in South Carolina? No, neither do I. Anyway, um, moving right. Not, not just because of that, but you removed a part of the state's history. Mm -hmm. No matter what you did, you removed part of the state's history. You just doomed the state to repeat the same thing it did before because you removed its history. I yell at Georgians for the same thing. I'm like, hey, idiots, you don't want to do this. This is what stops you from the last time you did it. We don't know our history. It's been erased so many times. But, it's true. Yeah. But here's, uh, here's McMaster's pimping out Trump. All right. I, I got four short reasons, four short reasons. We want Donald Trump. Why? To protect our borders, return the illegals, and build a wall. That's reason number one. Reason number two, get the woke out of our military and... Get the woke out of our military and put the fight back in. Reason number three or four. Put common sense conservatives, judges in the courts to restore the rule of law and the Constitution. And finally, to tell our enemies abroad that America is standing back up 
and it's time for them to sit back down. New Hampshire is for Trump. South Carolina is too. We'll see you at the finish line. Yeah, he's still a politician. Doesn't change anything. Absolutely. Gotta love that good Southern drawl, though. She's not gonna win. Haley, if you had a half a nut, if you had a half a chance, if you if you don't, if you if you still think that Haley has a chance, check this out real quick. Go back one post, babe. Bring what? this up. This one? Yep. Okay. I want I want to bring oh no, 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 not that one. Um, the one of his campaign office when he was talking to his staff at a, up in New Hampshire. Um, I thought you pulled that one. I thought I saw it. I saw it up there. I know I did. Well, here's Trump on him. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, when I see it, I'll, I'll know exactly. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I know you had it. I saw it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I don't think Keep so. Keep going. Maybe you didn't. Maybe nope. you didn't pull it. Fuck. I can't believe you didn't pull it. Anyway, Haley was, or uh, Trump was talking to his uh, campaign staff in New Hampshire. He popped in the office and gave him a, a quick, you know, congratulatory, hey, thanks for all the hard work type thing. Folks, you couldn't find a, a place to stand in that office. These are all volunteers showing up for Trump. You, there was, you couldn't, it, it wasn't even standing, like the doors were wide open. People were still standing out in the curb. They, it was it was not a photo from the uh, from the news organizations either. It was from Trump team. There was no press in there. These were all volunteers that were in there. You could not get you could not squeeze as Kate Beckinsdale in there. Skinny as a fucking rail. You couldn't even squeeze her skinny ass in there. That's how many people were in this room. I am sure the fire marshal was losing his mind. Everybody was packed right around Trump. Mm hmm. I was like, this is why she's going to lose New Hampshire. This is why she's going to lose South Carolina, because there's absolutely no campaign office that looks like that for Nikki Haley or Ron DeSanctimonious or anybody else. Yep. When you have that type of backbone working your campaign, you ain't got a fucking chance. Shit, no one can fill stadiums like Trump either. Even the biggest idol doesn't matter. What, Taylor? Taylor Swift? Doesn't matter. Or did that Nikki Haley state director in New Hampshire? This is a very bad one. Listen carefully. Tyler Clark. Did anyone ever hear of him? He was a lobbyist for the 1630 Fund, which is managed by Arabella Advisors, which is the largest Democrat dark money network in the country and considered public enemy number one. That's who's managing her campaign. Does that tell you something, perhaps? The 1630 fund and the larger Arabella fund, you know who that is? It's a network and they're giving her a lot of money because they want her to win because they don't want to run. Hey, look, they lost in 2016. Ordered that Nikki Haley state director in New Yeah, she's getting all that left side money, folks. Democrats flooding in New Hampshire to change their fucking ballots. They're who they're voting for in the primary so they can make sure that their primary. They've already seen it in New Hampshire. Democrats showing up in droves. This is going to be this is going to be the battle right here. Mm -hmm. You're about to find out if they can cheat enough in New Hampshire to win this. We'll see. 
here's uh Trump sat down with um what's his name the the, the token, guy the yeah. token black guy on Fox News in the morning mm -hmm. with uh, our own Lawrence Jones. Is Will there... she be anywhere near your administration? I don't know. I mean, I just can't say it, but I don't want to rule people out. There's no reason to rule people out, but I think it's highly unlikely. With uh, our... Okay, I'm going to say this highly one unlikely. more, one more time, okay? Because somebody else asked Trump today, I was listening to, uh, I want to say it's uh, one of the two guys, uh, Buck and the two guys that took over for Rush in the afternoon. Um yeah, um, Buck and Clay or whatever. Yeah, the Clay and Buck Travis show. Anyway, I was listening to their show today, and they had Trump on um, on Friday, I guess. And they asked him about DeSantis. If DeSantis got out of the race, they were talking about DeSantis becoming the next um, Secretary of Defense. And I'm going to say this again, and I know the Trump campaign. I. They listen, but I, I don't think they listen. And I think most Americans are going to agree with me when I say this. Trump, if you, your first four years when you went in, I give it to you. You didn't know Washington. You didn't know how the city worked. You didn't understand politics all that well. You were a businessman. You thought it was more like business than what it really was. Okay. I understood you taking on some common knowledge people in Washington. You know, people that could show you around the town. If you do that again this time, not only are you going to lose my vote, but you're going to lose every fucking bit of respect I have. Because if you bring in the same names that we've seen bantered around the rhinos and all the bullshit that goes on in D.C. and you don't absolutely clean house and walk in with a clean fucking slate, you can fucking lick the fucking jelly right off my left testicle because I will dip it in jelly just for your fat ass. I was going to say, is that what I'm Because this is, some, this is some fucking bullshit. If you start bringing in these people that we know are rhinos, we know all they're going to do at the end of, day, end of the day is stab you right in your fucking back. You're an idiot and you deserve everything that's coming to you. You really want to clean up the swamp? Clean it in your own administration first. Make sure you bring in, I don't care if these people are coming off the street. Bring these fucking people in, get them to work, and let them do their jobs. But do not bring in all these hacks that we know have been doing this for years in Washington and have been doing nothing but fucking the system. You do no good when you do that because corruption starts at the top and it filters its way down. Yep. Well, all of these people, again, no one can fill a stadium like Trump. This is insane. We're back to like 2016 energy. Yeah.
You get the picture. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking people. It's a lot of people. Still don't know the numbers from January 6th. Just saying. No, not even close. But, hey. No, I'm saying. I'm just saying we still don't know the numbers from January 6th. That's my point. I know. Look. Because God forbid they release those. You can't give Nikki Haley too hard of a time, though, because she was bullied when she was a kid. I'm being facetious. If you want to know what it was like growing up, I was disqualified from a beauty pageant because I wasn't white or black because they didn't know where to put me. So look, I know <laughs> what? What? the hardships, what? the pain that come with racism. If Holy, wait, oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. First of all, what fucking beauty pageant were you in? Going to look like a horse? I, I don't think that's why she was disqualified from the beauty pageant. She was pageant. butt ugly. She Here's, looked like a demon. First off, she's white. Having brown hair does not make you brown. <laughs> Bitch, you're white. <laughs> Fucking accept it. You're white. Look but at, this, this is why she was disqualified from a beauty pageant. Because the name is in there. Beauty. It ain't her. <laughs> Okay? Bitch, you fell off the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. They don't, they didn't want to humiliate you by telling you that you were butt fucking ugly and couldn't participate in the beauty pageant. So instead, they said, sorry, you don't fit in. <laughs> Just lost my boner. <laughs> she obviously grew up in a heavily fluorinated state. Look how yellow her teeth are. She's what, like fucking 16 in this? Yikes. Well, it's a good thing she's not going to a church. She'd probably go and say, well, I mean, I just stumble. Dude. Well, hey, you know what? <coughs> and she's really upset that Trump is lying about her. Yes. And, and, and she's not lying. And she's really upset that Trump, what she, I, I think she's really <laughs> upset about, she's not going to get to debate Trump. Oh, yeah. Because she knows she's not going to make the debates. Yeah. There's well, no way. Trump, she doesn't have the money money for no, it. No, no, no. She, she dropped out of the last debate because Trump wasn't going. No, she went, well, well the ABC one. The yeah. ABC one. Yeah. So she was like, mm, no. And then DeSantis dropped out anyway, so it would have just been her. So She could have debated herself. She could have been taking it like ugly. a town hall. Honestly, she could have taken it as just a campaign speech on national television. But no, virtue signaling killed her again. What he's saying, he has lied about that. He went and told everybody on your newscast throughout Fox that Democrats were going to be voting in this New Hampshire primary. Democrats can't vote in this primary. They had to change their registration months ago. October. He continues to say that I want to cut Social Security. I've never said I'm going to cut Social Security or raise the retirement age. He said that I don't want a wall. I passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country when I was governor. President Obama sued me over it and we won. Just because Trump says something doesn't make it true. I know him very well. When he throws temper tantrums like this, 
It's because he's nervous. It's because he feels threatened. And he should, because we're going to call him out on everything that we know. We have a country to save. What he's saying, he has. Okay, so first of all, your comprehensive plan for immigration was what? Georgia, North Carolina, and Tennessee? That's your comprehensive plan? How hard is that? You have three governors that already accepted the Constitution is the rule of law. It doesn't take much, bitch. Stop telling me that you passed the most. Where? In South Carolina? When was the last time you were on a border state? When was the last time you were in Arizona, the governor of Arizona, the governor of Texas? You weren't. Don't tell me you passed some ridiculous law that did shit for your people, except spend more money out of your fucking budget. Don't give me that bullshit. Tell me that. Piss on my back and tell me it's raining. Go for it. Well, you know. Shoot the, your dick off. You know the Democrats are supporting her. You want to know how you know? This was posted on Joe Biden's account. Yes. On his actual Twitter account. Like Joe Biden, not POTUS, Joe Biden's Joe account. Joe Biden's account. Last night, Trump is at a rally. You know, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. And he's going on and on mentioning me multiple times as to why I didn't handle January 6th better. Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. Okay, that is not what he said. Sorry, I had to interrupt it right there. He said Nancy Pelosi. Yes. Not Nikki Haley. I, I don't know where Joe Biden's getting his bullshit from. He's talking about Nancy Pelosi here that they offered her 10,000 people. But this is on they his. This is literally on. Literally cut the audio to make it sound like he said Nikki Haley. And this is a blue check marked account. So this is really Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden is actually posting this shit and it's edited and you can tell it's edited. Yeah. They don't want to talk about that. I wasn't in office then. They're saying he got confused. You have voter ID to buy a loaf of bread. You have you have ID to buy a loaf of bread. What? What is? I'm driving over a road where it's almost all paper. And you know, you can see paper. I know paper. I know cans. But all the time now, we see whales washing up on shore because of the wind. Uh, Our veterans don't have cell phones, do they? He got confused. He got confused and said he was running against Obama. He never ran against Obama. And we did with Obama. We won an election that everyone said couldn't be won. Obama wants to, he doesn't want to talk about it. But you mean President Biden? So uh, don't put our country at risk like this. I'm Joe Biden and I approve this message. Um, if those are campaign ads that Joe Biden's putting out. There's nobody that believes any part of that. No. There, I don't even think Democrats believe that. Yeah. Um, and if they do, God help them. But if they don't. Hey, welcome. Because all we're saying is that ain't real. Yeah. That is what Obama approved, though. Think about this really quick. When he was talking about he won the election about against Obama, he was literally talking about how Obama was running Hillary and now Obama's running Biden. When he said he won against Obama because he knows who's really in charge. This is Obama. Yeah, well, but that's when he was arguing about other points. It was taken, all of those things were clipped together like they're trying to make a meme. And it's a horrible meme. It sucks because everything in it is true, except they try to change names. And it's the worst meme I've ever heard, Nikki Haley. No, 
Donald Nancy Trump Pelosi. has never, ever mistaked Nancy Pelosi's name for Nikki Haley's name. Never in a million years. Because he would call the Crypt Keeper the Crypt Keeper. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't call her Nancy Pelosi. He would say the Crypt Keeper. I offered the Crypt Keeper 10,000 troops. It's all bullshit. The left's attempt at they're, they're, they suck at memes. You guys rock it's at it. Terrible. They suck at it. We are so much better than they are at that. That's the one thing we can hang our hat on. Fuck, we can fuck them up with some good memes. Is that really worth it, though? I don't know. Well, here's your BFF. Yeah, how, yeah. I, know, I know you love this guy. Your favorite friend. No, he's yours. I'm about to start calling him. I'll be like, hey, Gates, where are you at? Fucking calling for Mike Johnson's fucking removal. Let's go. He's we did it to McCarthy. I, uh, I think I'm. Well, I appreciate the endorsement, uh, but but I think I'm where I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And you know what my mission is? My mission is to make sure that the United States Congress is better prepared for the second term of Donald Trump than we were the first term of Donald Trump. Hey, so get this. You want to hear something weird? Mm-hmm. So zero two got out to me um, the other day. He yeah. sent me an email, and. Um, you know, it was floated the other day, apparently amongst staffs and whatnot involved in this selection runoff. Mm-hmm. Um, Gates being as number two. Because the way they're looking at it is this. They'll dig that 17-year-old back up at him and throw it in his face. So look at this. Get this. Get ready. This is what... <laughs> I got to give it to this guy. No matter what, at the end of the day, you you all know I'm voting Trump. There's no doubt there. But when you you think about what he's about to do, if he does this, this is nuts. If Trump makes Gates his VP, think about this. Do you kill Trump? Hmm. Do you kill Trump? Gates is crazier than Trump. (laughs) <laughs> do you kill Trump? It's it's the same. Think about it. He's pinning them in the same corner <laughs> that he's pinning the Democrats in, that he pinned the Democrats in with Biden and Harris. Because what do you kill Biden? Hmm. No. Then you got Harris. That's even worse. Well, what do you do? Kill kill Trump? Well, shit, if you do that, you got Gates. That's way worse. I, I don't know. That's if you're brainstorming it and you're thinking about it, that's not a bad idea. Just Although throwing it out there. He could pull that with the sanctimonious too. Although that name is now officially retired. No, the sanctimonious doesn't need to be anywhere near the Trump administration, period. He might period be though. point blank. He might be though. I hope he's not. We'll see. Okay. He just said, will I be using the name... Ron DeSantimonious. I said, that name is officially retired. He made, he made fucking Ron DeSantis feel like he's a five-year-old kid on a fucking playground. He asked me, I wish that guy that does the, the, the preschool apprentice, I wish he would do that and redo that whole speech and say, well, Ron DeSantis on the playground the other day asked me, are you going to keep calling me Ron DeSanctimonious? And I told him, no, 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 
It'll be officially retired. I want him to do that. I don't know if anybody knows that guy, but that guy would be fucking hysterical to get him to redo that bit. Man, I throw that up as a fucking soundboard clip. Anyway, here is um, Rhonda Sanctimonious's resignation speech, <laughs> retirement speech. He looks oddly happy. He does. He really does. For a guy who greetings just, from like, Florida, kicked. the warmth of being home is a reminder why I've chosen public service from joining the United States Navy and serving in Iraq to representing the people in the U.S. Congress and now serving as governor of Florida. And it reminds me why I decided to run for president to fight for those who have been forgotten in this country. This is America's time for choosing. We can choose to allow a border invasion or we can choose to stop it. We can choose reckless borrowing and spending or we can choose to limit government and lower inflation. We can choose political indoctrination or we can choose classical education. These choices are symptoms of the underlying struggle to ensure that constitutional government can endure and that Western civilization can survive. And we launched this campaign to bring accountability to government, regain sovereignty at our border, and restore sanity to our society. We cannot succeed as a country if we allow our nation to be invaded, our currency to be debased, our cities to crumble, and our kids to be indoctrinated. The DC elites who facilitated this mess do not care about you, and they do not work for you. They work for themselves. They seek to accumulate power at your expense to pursue an agenda that is harmful to the American people. Citizens do not serve politicians. It is the duty of politicians to serve you. Talk is cheap. Actions speak louder than words. Reversing the decline of this nation requires leadership that delivers big results for the people we are elected to serve. I have a record of leading with conviction, championing an agenda marked by bold colors, delivering on my promises and defeating the people who are responsible for our nation's decline. That is the type of leadership we need for all of America. Now, over the past many months, Casey and I have traveled across the country to deliver a message of hope that decline is a choice and that we can in fact succeed again as a nation. Nobody worked harder and we left it all out on the field. Now, following our second place finish in Iowa, we've prayed and deliberated on the way forward. If there was anything I could do to produce a favorable outcome, more campaign stops, more interviews, I would do it. But I can't ask our supporters to volunteer their time and donate their resources if we don't have a clear path to victory. Accordingly, I am today suspending my campaign. I'm proud to have delivered on 100% of my promises, and I will not stop now. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. They watch his presidency get stymied by relentless resistance, and they see Democrats using lawfare this day to attack him. Well, I've had disagreements with Donald Trump, such as on the coronavirus pandemic and his elevation of Anthony Fauci. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear a repackage formed of warmed over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. The days of putting Americans last, of kowtowing to large corporations, of caving to woke ideology are over. I thank all of our passionate supporters who have stood by us through it all, that we had people volunteer to come to Iowa in the middle of a blizzard to knock on doors and make phone calls touched us dearly. No candidate had more thrown at him 
but no candidate had so many committed volunteers and staff. Finally, I want to thank my wife, Casey, and our kids, Madison, Mason, and Mamie. Casey's gone far above and beyond in her support for our campaign and for our cause. She's not only a great wife and mother, she's a great American who cares deeply about the future of the country that our kids will inherit. Our kids have seen and done a lot on the trail, from playing on the famed Field of Dreams baseball site in Iowa to making their first snowman in New Hampshire. They are one of the reasons we fight so hard for what we believe in. Winston Churchill once remarked that success is not final, failure is not fatal, it is the courage to continue that counts. While this campaign has ended, the mission continues. Down here in Florida, we will continue to show the country how to lead. Thank you and God bless. Blah, 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 blah. All right, he's gone. Big deal. Um, he's he, gone. Hey. He, 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 he did a good job. You um, want to get hot? If you look at what he did as a governor coming in, placing second. Yeah. In Iowa, that's not bad. You can't say that. Um, do, do I believe that Trump is transactional? Yes, I do, Karma. However, I do not. I do not believe that Trump should go with any any known politician from this point forward. He shouldn't. I'm sorry. You cannot do that. You, you talk about all of the bad shit. You got you to gotta get rid of the bad shit. Either way, Red Pill, we got to drop you. Uh, we got to go. Not because you're bad shit, just because. No, we just got to go. We, we got to go. We got to turn it over to everybody else coming up. So you can check us out 545 tomorrow night. You can check her out at 08 tomorrow morning for the good book. And 905 level Liliana starts. We'll talk to you later, Red Pill. Peace. The rest of you, y'all know what time it is. Dude. I don't know why you get so flipped out when you can just hit all files. I, you keep flipping your mind because it's looking for a specific file type. And I, I, I believe he, I believe Trump should be transactional. I, I do believe that, but I don't think it should come to cabinet positions. I think that's where we fuck everything up cabinet positions you have no loyalty in cabinet positions anymore that's the biggest problem <clears throat> tammy it's mamie like a uh an old black southern nanny mamie who run of desantis's kids i don't know but he named them all m's that's weird <laughs> a little bit can't you like name your kids different i mean i might have stuck with irish names but they're different names they're literally different meanings different people <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. Clean the bonnet's nice. Yeah, it's a lot harder now. <laughs> Holy <does>. shit. <laughs> I was wondering if it was me. I thought I was no. being a big pussy, but no, no. No, it's a lot harder now. Holy shit. Maybe yeah. I should have cleaned it a long time ago. Uh, yeah, no shit. Well, we were out of ice for a while, so I didn't bother to clean it. And it's so fucking cold. I'm like, uh, we just stick it outside for five minutes. Well, it's warming up now. It is. Tonight's the last night of freezing temperatures for a while. Or so we hope. Maybe. I get to uncover my plants and plant more stuff tomorrow. So, and make some antennas. I got an order to put out. Person 12 inches, someone's starting seeds. That's the best way to do it. Absolutely. 
I got to start seeds too. Since I organized them all and made the labels already, I got to actually, you know, put dirt in a pot, put them in there. So there's an old hippie guy I found on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I got to send you the link for it. He, um, he does electroculture. Mm -hmm. And he said, you guys that are putting the grids in the ground are fucking crazy. Why? He said, do you know that a six foot electric culture rod, if you do it in the ground, uh -huh. covers up to 90 feet yeah. around it? Yeah. He said, why do you need to put a grid system in? He said, then you, I mean, yeah, you're focusing it, but it does better for the plants if there's no grid system underneath it. Well, I gridded mine because I did it in the Fibonacci sequence. So I wanted to connect I got them. you. I, I got you. The guy, he's an old school hippie. He's saying, no, nah, that's not... He said, if you do one in the middle, he said, you'll be amazed. You don't need to do a grid. Well, my garden's bigger than 90 feet around, but. I mean, but you could put up two of them and be yes. good and cover that whole. Or three, but I like to do my, I've, I've honestly seen the most amazing results doing it in the sacred geometry pattern. So I'm going to continue that. I might not grid out the next one though, when I do the uh, new pattern. I was just saying it's in the front. Competing theory. Yeah. I like competing I, theories. I was interested to hear his results, and his results are actually the cultivate elevate guy went on. Uh, pretty spot on. Mike oh, Adams yeah. to talk about electroculture, which I haven't listened to yet, but someone sent it to me. Hmm. Cultivate elevate. Yep, Matt Grosh, I think his name is. Does he not like electroculture? No, no, he he does. He's or, been promoting oh, it. Okay. He's actually one of the first guys that I found about electroculture, he kind of got like kind of got me into it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway. oh, I thought he was like anti. No, 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 no. He was talking about the benefits of it and, and, and oh, all that cool. stuff. So yeah, very cool. Especially because I think when you look up electroculture, our website comes up. Hmm. So anyway, all right, <sighs> getting back to this. So uh, this is why I think that Trump might offer DeSantis a position in his cabinet. This right here. Okay. I'll listen. Or maybe his wife. Before we begin, I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis and, of course, a really terrific person who I've gotten to know, his wife, Casey, for having run a great campaign for president. He did. He ran a, a really good campaign, I will tell you. It's not easy. They think it's easy doing this stuff, right? It's not easy. But as you know, he left the campaign trail today at 3 p.m., and in so doing, he was very gracious, and he endorsed me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate that, and I also... Look forward to working with Ron and everybody else to defeat Crooked Joe Biden. We will have to get him out. We have to get him out. He's put our country at great peril, at great peril. So I just want to thank Ron and uh, congratulate him on doing a very good job. It's a tough situation. It's a tough thing to do. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, okay, uh, one more time, I'm going to say the same thing I said the last time we heard this. Um, he has to work with him. Folks, he's the president. If he gets elected, he's the president of the United States. Ron DeSantis is still the governor of Florida. Mm -hmm. No matter what, the president still has to work with the governor of Florida. 
It doesn't mean he's getting a cabinet position in his cabinet. I got gotcha. It just means he has to work with the guy. I get it. He's transactional. Fine. He gets him out on a couple speaking gigs for him and he gets some, some votes out of him. Hey, even better. Now he's got another governor he can count on, hopefully. I doubt he can count on him. I doubt he trusts him like he trusted him before. I wouldn't. Look, you go out and slander me. It's one thing. You go out and you slander me like you come in backstabbing like you did. Oh, well, he didn't go far enough. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You were right there. You saw everything going on at the same time. Well, Trudeau's not very happy over um, this upcoming election either. He's just as scared because he's a globalist. Which we all know. Well, yeah, because and we're we sit in his backyard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, little Castro is uh, is shaking in his big boots. Canada has one of the best natural resource bases on earth. It's one of the richest countries on earth from a natural resource bases. It's managed by idiots. Trudeau oh. is the worst prime minister ever put in power. Very successful politician, no executional skills. Hopefully, we will thank him for his service within the next 18 months. It's so important to Canada that he move on. And I don't—I mean no disrespect, but full disrespect. Very successful politician, sure. incredibly weak manager. So you'd, says, you'd argue he has not taken advantage of those resources. That's what that comes down to, right? Oh, it's much worse than that. Okay. Um, I wouldn't let him manage a candy store. All right. I'll put you down as a maybe on the prime minister for the time being. So, Congressman... Canada has... Dude, does Brett Bear have an opinion to go with that jacket? That, Holy that wasn't Brett Bear. Who the fuck was that? Neil Cavuto. Neil, Neil Cavuto. Does yeah. Neil Cavuto got a fucking opinion to go with that fucking jacket? Holy shit. The fashion police have returned. Wow. Okay. No, I'm just saying that jacket was stunning. Go, go back to that jacket. You know, I'm dead serious. Bring that jacket back up. Tell me I'm fucking crazy. That jacket is, that looks like a 1963, something my, my dad's got in his closet somewhere. Holy shit, that's stunning. It's not even, I don't even think you could call that tweed. It looks like fucking, uh, what's the old fucking wool? The, the plaid. The Raytheon wool or polyester. Yeah, polyester. Yeah. Holy shit. I bet you that bitch is, wow. <laughs> like a giant dirt. <laughs> I mean, with the shit tie and everything else, I'm just kind of like, wow, dude. This is where our son gets it from. But that's okay, because um, Klaus Schwab says we don't need to have elections, elections because AI can predict the results. Exactly. Don't worry. AI. See see where I'm going with this? AI's got us. Don't worry about it, folks. It's all good. It's all good. To put all our trust in something. Watch some of the, uh, the what the uh, fuck, what's the, the show from um, that Liana plays in the 25th century? Oh, Buck Rogers. But that's it, Buck Rogers in the 25th century. AI's, AI controls everything. That's why she plays it. I know. Yes, that is the shark. That was the shark guy. Carrie. Yeah, the shark tank guy, whatever. Yeah. yeah, he wouldn't let Trudeau manage a candy store. Um, Trudeau said that a, win, a Trump win would be very tough on Canada. Yes, they said it would be extremely hazardous for Canada. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't see how other than he would probably have his own people beaten down his door trying to kill him. Perhaps. Just saying, because why isn't our country as cool as theirs? I, if Trump wins, though, you know Trudeau's out the door. That's why he says it's rough. 
is, is, uh, is Canada, uh, Brian, Life of Brian, I know you're in here and you're from Canada. You're, uh, your elections are when for the new prime minister? 18 months. 18, is it? That's what they just said. Well, he'd be out in 18 months, so probably 16 months. I, I'm just wondering. I don't know if... Um, but I mean, they cheated circa 19. Thank you, Carrie Lake. Yes. Um, but fucking hey, people. Agree oh, my with God. Me. The See? fashion, the pa- fashion police chief and all his deputies here. Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, you. I wouldn't wear that shit anywhere. And I wear anything. That's true. You really don't give a shit about what you wear. Mostly. Anyway, going back to Klaus Schwab. <sighs> Go back to Klaus. Klaus. I'll say it right. Klaus. Klaus is and uh, digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already. Uh, predict what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be is that why do we need elections when we know what the result will be oh hold on really quick I'm, I'm i'm catching up on the chat here folks stand by um okay well, if he's not the speaker, presidential government, uh, 2024, actually, rules are not allowed a full third term. Begram, uh, yeah, true, true. That is true. You're catching up on the pill yeah, side there. Yeah, on the pill side. Yeah. So if you don't think that they're going to cheat again, remember what they did in 2020. Because if you think cheating was only in five or six states, consider this. According to Judicial Watch, 353 counties in 29 different states had voter registering exe- registration exceeding 100%. This was not an election. It was a coup disguised as an election. And those numbers are all accurate, folks. Yeah. 353 counties in 29 different states had voter registration exceeding 100%. How is that possible? Yeah, how is that possible? Unless they cheated. They cheated, but we know that. And you want to know how we know that? This is fucking crazy. This happened today. Did you have a video on this? No, there's no video. It was all done. It was all just like that. It's all the drawing. Okay. So because it's in a federal court. court. So So, today, this happened today in a federal court in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm sorry. It was reported today. It happened on Friday. Yeah. Alex J. Halderman. J. Alex Halderman. Or J. Alex Halderman was able to hack a Dominion voting tabulator in front of the U.S. District Court Judge Amy Tautenberg using only a pen to change vote totals. This is a part of a long running lawsuit by election integrity activists set at a bench trial. Plaintiffs seek to remove what they say are insecure voting machines in the state of Georgia and and secure in favor of paper ballots. This is um, what this is Garland Fabrito's. Yes, this is Candace Taylor, Garland Fabrito. This is their case. He did it with a fucking pen, folks. Yep. This is like, um, what's his name from MacGyver, given a a straw, a paper clip, and a piece of tape. He builds a fucking nuclear bomb. This guy did it with a fucking pen sitting right in front of the judge and just went, watch, it's this easy. Click. 
Holy shit. Yep. The safest and most secure election in history. I wish we had that right now. Every single one of those motherfuckers saying that. Well, safe and secure my butthole. It was safely safe and securely stolen from us. That's what happened. And then they used January 6th to cover it up. Did you hear that yes. uh, Pelosi's January 6th committee deleted over 100 encrypted files to keep them from Republicans? The day before they gave all the files over to the Republicans. Yes, Kyle Becker reported that. Yeah. What are they covering up there? And uh, then how about this humdinger of one? Because since we're on January 6th, we're talking about people that are basically in prison for nothing. Check this fucker out because this is amazing. Exclusive. This is from the blaze exclusive January 6th investigation. Thanks to new house speaker, Mike Johnson. We now have permission to release capital CCTV footage, proving that a member of Nancy Pelosi's security detail, special agent, David Lazarus, perjured himself on the stand during the Oath Keepers trial. Lazarus was brought in to corroborate another Capitol Police officer's account, claiming that he had antagonistic encounter with the Oath Keepers. But footage of Lazarus proves that he was lying. These lies, spread unquestionably by the media and Democrat politicians, were used to put innocent people in prison, ruining their lives and the lives of their families. They and their attorneys did not have access to the footage of the trial that Blaze Media is releasing today. Instead, Harry Dunn was made a hero by Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. And as a result of his and David Lazarus's false testimony, there are innocent people in prison. The government lied about this. What else are they lying about? How about everything? But check this video out. This is crazy, folks. It's a bit long. It's eight minutes, but um, nine minutes. But check this out. Lazarus. 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 David Lazarus, special agent, Nancy Pelosi's head of security. Did Pelosi's security chief perjure himself on the very night of the release of this story? The House has voted to oust the Speaker. We lost our Speaker of the House. The moment McCarthy, his seat was vacated, I lost my ability to release the video. We were given permission to use a single screenshot. Therefore, the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana, duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. Of course, now we have a new Speaker in place. We now have permission to release the video. Another big win for DOJ prosecutors. The biggest sedition trial in America in 80 years. The highest profile trial to date related to the January 6th attack. The Justice Department has rested its case in the seditious conspiracy trial against Oath Keepers founder, Stuart Rhodes, and four of his associates. The story of David Lazarus on January 6th is very simple. Lawyers for Stuart Rhodes and four other members of the Oath Keepers on trial have suggested that the group helped Officer Harry Dunn. Dunn just took the stand and said flat out, quote, they didn't. Sentenced to four years in prison. Sentenced to eight and a half years in prison. Sentenced to 12 years in prison. Sentenced to 18 years in prison. His story that day is he was assisting the evacuation of the Senate at the time that the incident between Officer Harry Dunn and the Oath Keepers began. 
Just outside of the rotunda, there was Harry Dunn. He's a Capitol Police officer. He was freaking out. I mean, he was screaming. Get the f*** out of here! He had a uh, rifle. He had said he might get taken out, but he was going to take a bunch of people with him. He was definitely in a position where he could have done some damage. The Oath Keepers lined up between him and the more agitated protesters and assisted him in keeping them off of him. Don rejected the defense's argument that members of the militia protected him. I don't conflate my story. He had two separate FBI interviews which were in conflict with one another. In the first FBI interview, he actually gave a favorable story about his encounter with the four oath keepers. And he stood in front of Harry Dunn for almost six minutes. After he was brought in for his second FBI interview, he changed that story. He was fighting back insurrectionists across the Capitol while being called the vilest racist names. So what they did is they brought in another officer, special agent David Lazarus, to kind of bolster that story and give it more credibility by saying that when he arrived at the top of those stairs, that he saw Dunn standing at the top of the stairs being hassled by these Oath Keepers. At the time, the Harry Dunn Oath Keepers encounter began, he was not in the same building. Lazarus was just not there. He could not have seen, he could not have witnessed what was taking place because Lazarus was in another Senate office building across the street from Constitution Avenue. So we were able to track Lazarus on the Capitol CCTV cameras. Lazarus can be seen moving away from the Capitol building through a lower tunnel at 2.37.59 p.m. Lazarus continues moving toward the Senate office buildings at 2.41.49 p.m. During Officer Lazarus's October 31st trial testimony, he stated that he began his return to the Capitol building after hearing shots fired over Capitol Police radio. That occurred at 2.43 p.m. Here, Lazarus can be seen moving back toward the Capitol at 2.45 p.m. Dunn's encounter with the Oath Keepers began at 2.44 and lasted roughly between five and six minutes. Here, Lazarus finally emerges from the tunnel back to the Senate side of the Capitol building at 2.48. Dunn falsely testified that Lazarus was already at the location where he encountered the Oath Keepers before he arrived. But Lazarus can be seen at the top of the elevator leading up from the tunnel at 2.48 p.m. on the Senate side of the Capitol, over four minutes after Dunn encountered the Oath Keepers on the House side. I don't conflate my story. Lazarus then continued to move through a lower level of the Capitol on the Senate side of the building at 2.49 p.m., Dunn's encounter with the Oath Keepers is almost over by now, but Lazarus testified that he saw Dunn in an antagonistic conversation with the Oath Keepers three or four times. The Capitol Police officer who just took the stand in the Oath Keepers trial blew a hole in one of the defense's theories. Starting to restore my faith in the Justice Department. Finally, they're charging people with the sedition we saw with our own eyes on live TV. Lazarus can still be seen in the Senate side of the building at 2.50 p.m., 
At 2.52 p.m., Lazarus can be seen continuing his progression toward the house side of the Capitol. The four Oath Keepers are no longer standing a line between Officer Dunn and those contentious protesters as they had moved into the rotunda and began heading toward the east doors to exit the building. At 2.54 p.m., Lazarus continues moving toward the house side of the Capitol. He is still one level down from where Dunn and the Oath Keepers encounter had already concluded minutes earlier. At 2.56 p.m., Lazarus is still one floor below and is still not arrived at the staircase where he claimed to have seen Dunn's encounter with the four Oath Keepers. By this time, those Oath Keepers had already left the rotunda and are about to exit the east doors. Finally, at 2.56, Lazarus can be seen reaching the bottom of the staircase, at the top of which he claimed to have witnessed Dunn's very antagonistic interaction with four Oath Keepers three or four times while rescuing 11 or 12 Pelosi staff from their offices. The problem with that is it just never happened. He was then shown in court a video clip of four Oath Keepers standing in front of Dunn. Lazarus was asked, are these the individuals you observed? He said, yes, that's the ones that I saw Harry Dunn with. Except that he couldn't have because he was in another building a quarter of a mile away. These are videos that were never released to the defense attorneys. This is our government not getting it wrong. No. This is our government setting American citizens up, withholding evidence that's exculpatory, sentencing them to long sentences. This is as bad as it gets. It clearly was important to prosecutors. They wanted to set an example. This should rock the Capitol Police. We received messages from our sources at the DOJ in Washington that they were quote unquote terrified of the story. Additionally, I have a screenshot of an internal email passed between Capitol Police leadership. They were concerned about the traction that that story was getting. It's something for us to keep an eye on and see if it develops or not. Now, this is interesting about the Capitol Police that they're more worried about the traction of their story than they are worried about the lie that their special agent told on the stand in the Oath Keepers trial. As we continue the process of peeling back the layers on this particular story, we're going to find evidence of who set this up and who put those two officers on the stand because I don't believe for a moment that Harry Dunn and David Lazarus got together in the middle of that staircase that day on January 6th and hatched this story. So, now that you see it right in front of your face, this is open corruption. Because the question is, who did put that together? Who hatched that story? Who put those two gentlemen in and knew that they would cooperate like they did? Where are these guys now? Are they still doing their same jobs? Absolutely. I'm sure they got promoted. No, nah, I, I I think we got some. If they lie, look, if they lied about this, what have they told us the truth about? Well, hey. Nothing? Mm-hmm. FBI whistleblower, this is from D.C. Drano, 
FBI whistleblower testifies under oath that the FBI won't allow 11,000 hours of January 6th footage to be released because it would expose undercover agents committing crimes inside the Capitol. Not only was January 6th a Fed setup, but now it's confirmed that the FBI is also covering its tracks. 11,000 hours that would expose undercover FBI agents committing crimes inside the Capitol. Just being inside the Capitol is a crime these days. Hmm. Wonder what they were doing. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. And then, and then there's this. Yes. It gets even better. Like you can't. See this one. We got to, we got to take a knee on though. This one, we really got to let this one play out kind of because well, they are walking into so many problems here. It's not even funny. This is Michael this Schellenberger, is a, is, who's not the most conservative person. No, he's not, but he is. He has testified in front of Congress about the weaponization of government and censorship and all of that. He also is all about free speech. And this is one thing that, like, he's got a, he's got an issue. Uh, all these guys do. All the, the reporters, all the reporters involved in this. So, as he says, a bomb nearly killed Vice President <laughs> Kamala Harris on January 6, 2021, said the FBI. But now the former FBI official who oversaw the investigation said it couldn't have. In fact, the bomb appears to have been a hoax created by and covered up by the FBI and the Secret Service. Uh, FBI and Secret Service are covering up their role in alleged January 6th pipe bomb plot, new evidence suggests. Yeah, I actually have the whole story right here. Because, you know... Yeah, uh, seriously, this is, I'm just going to read it because I can't do anything else for it. Uh, it should have been a national scandal on January 6, 2021, and the day of the Capitol riot bomb nearly exploded in the Democratic National Committee offices or headquarters in Washington, D.C., according to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Had it gone off, it could have killed Vice President Kamala Harris, who drove by the alleged bomb and was in the D.C. headquarters when the bomb was discovered. Although these bombs did not detonate, said FBI earlier this year, it's important to remember the suspect walked along residential and commercial areas in Capitol Hill, just blocks from the U.S. Capitol with a viable pipe bomb that could have seriously injured or killed innocent bystanders. Among those innocent bystanders was the vice president, but the incident never became a national scandal. In an interview with the Los Angeles Times on January 17, 2021, Harris had never mentioned the potential assassination attempt. In fact, Harris's near-death experience was unknown until the de Department of Justice revealed it in a court filing in November 2021. You mean we went from January 6, 2020 to November 20? We never knew that. Wow. Well, that's 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 oh that's not good. The government had previously incorrect, incorrectly stated that Harris was at the U.S. Capitol in the U.S. House of Representatives for the official January 6th committee investigation. 841 page report only briefly mentions the pipe bombs in an appendix. Um, yes, it briefly mentions the pipe bombs in an appendix. It didn't even get its own chapter in the report. It should have gotten its own chapter with a layout of the devices, how the devices worked, when they were supposed to go off the time, any fingerprints, DNA, anything else found. Nope. Uh, they mean, knew it was fake from the get-go. They couldn't bring too much attention to it. 
So as the pipe bombs, which were initially key to the narrative of the Capitol riot, was pre, a premeditated act of domestic terrorism, are all omitted from the report's <sighs> detailed analysis and timeline. Think about that for one second, folks. This was an insurrection, right? And they said it was deadly. Remember, it was a deadly insurrection. Yeah, for patriots. If it was a deadly insurrection, wouldn't you want some bombs and shit to kind of be in the background? Wouldn't even stick it to them more? Oh, we found your bombs too, bitches. Look at this shit. We're going to hang you. No, they didn't. Matter of fact, they didn't even bring it up. They mentioned it as a side point. Anyway, I digress. A video released by Representative Thomas Massey, first reported by Revolver News and The Blaze, shows a passerby with a backpack alerted Capitol Police officers sitting in their cars outside the DNC with the pipe bomb bomb nearby. Congressional staffers told The Blaze reporter Steve Barker that a Capitol Police plainclothes officer found the DNC pipe bomb. Let me say that again. A Capitol Police plainclothes officer found the DNC pipe bomb. In the video, the Capitol Police do not react with alarm, and they let people, including children, pass a few few feet from the pipe bomb, as though it's not that dangerous. The evidence suggests that the Capitol Police officers knew that the bomb was not a threat. The FBI appears to have taken the explosive devices seriously. The FBI offered a $500,000 reward for finding the person who left the bomb. The FBI Washington Field Officer Director Steve D'Antono recorded a video urging the public to report suspicious individuals to the FBI. The FBI says its lab de- determined that the devices, both pipe bombs, were to, de- were, were to detonate with a 60-minute kitchen timer and that they were viable. Let me, re- let me put this back again. A 60-minute... So think about this really quick. They were left the night before. On a 60-minute kitchen timer. One more night. One more time. Left the night before, set to go off somehow at 1 p.m. on a 60-minute kitchen timer. Was someone supposed to come back and, like, wind the egg timer? <laughs> no idea. Like, that good, whoever... Whoever left the cup of coffee on the bench, like they sat there and they just reached down and wound up that timer and then walked away. It seriously doesn't make any sense. It's just so fucking ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. The FBI, the FBI. Um, but you're absolutely right, Sparky. If the pipe bombs were legit, the Capitol Police would have made Trump cancel the rally. They would have had to search everywhere for more bombs. They would have made a big fucking deal about it. There was never. Everything is fake. The radio communications need to be released from that day between the Secret Service and everybody. I mean, all of the the the, the communications from that day need to be released. Every bit of it. All nine one one traffic. All Secret Service traffic. All fucking. Put the anons on it. They're the only ones that can go through. That I mean, much. seriously, that's what you got to do. Yep. That's the only way that we're going to believe any bullshit you try and sell us because you have been pissing on our backs way too much lately and telling us it's raining. Oh, for a long time. Check this out. Now have black and white evidence that the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. And then when they failed to get their candidate elected, Hillary Clinton, then they just set out to destroy the Trump administration. 
So then go back, go up to 2020. It was the CIA this time that got involved in the 2020 election with those 51 former intel agents who talked about the Hunter Biden laptop as total Russian disinformation. Mm. So they've gotten away with it for two elections. They're for sure going to get away with it, try to get away with it in 24, right? Because there's no consequence. The difference is in 2024, the evidence is there. We now have the Durham investigation. We have all the congressional investigations. There is now hard evidence that there was election interference by the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Department of Justice. They've got to be terrified. Those individuals have to be terrified that a Republican president comes in in the 2024 election with a Republican attorney general, investigates them and charges them all with the crimes they've committed over the last eight years. Well, we'll see about that. You're right. There are questions around these elections because of this interference. Do you think there will be election interference then in 24? Take it to the bank. They will absolutely interfere wow. in 2024. We're not sure how, but they will absolutely interfere, not only because they're not going to like whoever the Republican candidate is, but because they're going to protect their own hides. That's why they're, they were talking to their own people, and the whistleblowers have brought this up, that they were told, don't put anything on paper, just tell us orally. They right. knew that they were doing stuff wrong. They knew that they yeah. were going to be liable for prosecution. Yeah, I think there's a little vax eye going on there, but uh, is she wrong with what she said? No. I mean, FBI, CIA being involved. Why does this always happen under liberals? Think about it. Think, seriously, think about it. In 60, 61, it was JFK and the CIA, JFK and the FBI. Um, he was a liberal. Fucking Hoover was under uh, him. I, I mean, there were so many things that we had going on under liberals, and it's always liberals. It's never, you never really see that under Republicans. You don't hear about agencies shifting policy because of what they were doing during a certain time frame unless liberals are in charge. Like literally the intelligence community got their dick slapped so hard in the 60s for what they were doing on college campuses and during fucking Vietnam looking for anti-war protesters on college campuses. That's fucking horribly illegal to do these days but they named the laws after that shit because it was such an embarrassment that they wanted to remember never to do it again so they named them after that and then but now we're we're creating laws now we're so creating, that yes. united employees are nice to congress people's wives when they travel I, it's, it's nuts it's crazy it's crazy. This is. I'm not going to play the video of. Did I play the video of one-eyed McCain bitching? I don't think so. No, I don't think you. Did. No, and I, I, I won't subject y'all to that. But needless to say, he's bitching because his, um, anyway, wife was not treated very nicely or something. Yes. I don't know. Like everybody is at an airport ever since the you know airlines became Nazis, which literally the airline attendants have become fucking Nazis. Like. <laughs> They, they got a little, little bit of power and they became like, they all, they should all wear brown uniforms. Every single one of them, brown shirts all the way. With red bands on the sleeve. Yes, red bands totally. on, on the sleeve. So that you know who you're dealing with right off the bat, because those are, those are, uh, gotcha. You're an airline employee. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Anyway. Uh, but I digress. <laughs> he doesn't.
He doesn't. <laughs> We're, um, yeah, this is, this is. <laughs> I don't know what this is. I do. Blood of Liberty. Or excuse me. The, excuse me. <laughs> the tree of Liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. Babe, you think you can secure us an F-16? He said, what? What? He didn't see a lot of patriots doing what? Making sure you had those weapons that you need. What did he say about patriots doing what? Not, not, there wasn't a bunch of patriots doing what? Oh, wait, I, I thought he was talking about patriots and we were going to go shoot something. No? Oh, fuck. He didn't see a bunch of us walking around or something. I, I could have sworn that's what he just said. If all of you didn't grab your rifles and say, what What exactly are, what you, are you talking, talking about, about, Joe? Joe? Joe, what are you talking about? I got mine right here. Oh, and oh, let's not forget, got another one right here. I got four guns I can get my hands on in like very short amount of time. Always. There's another one in my purse somewhere too. Wherever my purse is. It's right over here. There you That's go. That's why I said four, four. guns. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, I think Jason Aldean saw that clip. Dude, this is hysterical. <laughs> and his response was? Yes. Fuck Ford, fuck Adidas, fuck Netflix, too. Fuck Starbucks, Barbie, will be in the view. Fuck Biden, Kamala, AOC, fuck Snuffleupagus, down Sesame Street, can't take it no more. Give me Trump 24, stupid Joe, don't let the tune i'm gonna have to we're gonna have to go what's the name of that one i know we're gonna keep it though okay keep that that yeah. one up so i can go find that i'd like to open with that that's a good tune yeah 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 it, do you see how many people are in that stadium that thing was fucking huge those people are awesome that's that that's epic i like that because you know what they're all there for trump this shit can't do that no he can barely fill a press briefing room let alone in, I, I don't know, one of those stadiums. He couldn't do one of those stadiums. No. And I love people who say, the blood of liberty. Or excuse me, the, excuse me. The tree of liberty is water with the blood of patriots. Well, guess what, man? I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. And I love people. Sorry, I had to do it again. Why? Because. Who, who, who said they're going to? Oh, Tammy, you're going to go sign up to get, become a fighter pilot? Fucking A, girl. Fucking A. 
your brother's a firefighter pilot. Too bad he's jabbed like a million times. Yeah, he wouldn't survive the first skirmish. No, he probably won't. That's too bad. I probably won't survive the first skirmish, but. Yep. But remember, remember what good Joe has done. One of the things that President Biden has done very ably in the last three years is shore up alliances and partnerships and prove that American leadership on the world stage actually stands for something and can achieve results. And if we falter here, if we fail to support Ukraine, the message it sends to allies is quite the contrary. And, and I don't think that's good for anybody's national security, including ours. If one of the Wait, Joe's been really good at shoring up alliances and making allies. Where? With the globalists. What? Again, Admiral, I, I know you were a rear admiral, so it's quite obvious that you were in the Navy. There's no wrong hole. So I get all that. But I, I have to ask the question, what in the fuck are you actually talking about? Um, I, I mean, seriously, what alliances? With, where? In Israel? Well, that, that was pretty firm before. We were good there. You didn't have to start all that shit down there. Where else? Ukraine? Oh, because he, he cut off the money laundering there, right? Because we got to help. You know what? I got a video of our tax dollars at work in Ukraine. I don't know if she got it on time. Probably not because it was a little... Last grouping of messages I sent her. Probably but not them. They had a backhoe. I, I'll get it. I'll have it for tomorrow. They had a backhoe. What did it? And I they do, dug. I do have that. I do have that. Oh, it's, we'll bring that one up. It's then. just in a different folder. Bring that one up. I, I want to show you our tax dollars at work. I, I mm -hmm. seriously do. This is a leaked video from inside Ukraine. It was posted on X. Can I vouch for its authenticity? No, but. I can tell you, I can hear what they were saying, and uh, they're speaking Ukrainian. I mean, I only speak like nine different languages, but you don't have to believe me, but okay, that's fine. I thought I had it. Where is it? Um, I thought I sent it to you in my first round. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was like the first ones I sent you, but. I could have sworn I pulled it. Hold on. Because I know I did have it. So check this out. This is the video I was telling you about. This this is nuts, folks. But this is our tax dollars at work. This is how they care about their dead. This is how the Ukrainians deal with their dead. Um, I'd be really fucking pissed if I knew this was what happened to me when I died. We gotta hold on. I'm gonna find it. Stand by. Yeah, it, it'll show that that the bulldozer there. It should be, unless I pulled this too earlier. Too early. Oh, there it is. Okay. Sometimes it takes a second to register that it's on the screen. All right. Here you go. It dropped the volume on it to like about midway. It's pretty loud, so. So these, these, this is our tax dollars at work. Oh, there's also a Ukrainian flag in the window. That kind of helps too. 
people let me know. And also carrying around AK-74s. So that also tells me that it's Ukrainian. And they got Motorola radios. Can Ukrainian. And what are they doing? That's bodies. Or is there dead soldiers? Mass grave? Yes. You'll see here in a second. <clears throat> this is how they deal with their dead. So yeah, that's a proper burial right there. This is our tax dollars at work. So you're aware. That's that's the money that we paid. Good to know. Good to know that that's where all that money's going. Wow. How bad? How bad is it? You know, I haven't heard anybody ask that question in a while in Ukraine. How bad is it? How bad is Ukraine about? Because I know that now Zelensky just started begging uh, Putin to have peace talks in Sweden. And Putin told him, nah, nah I'm good. I heard Putin wants Alaska back. I, I heard that, too. I heard he's pissed off that he said Alaska was taken illegally. Mm -hmm. Which is actually. That's another one. Great. And then, of course, there's the two missing Navy SEALs that fell off the boat. Are now pr presumed dead. And they stopped looking for them because that's how we treat our military. Apparently just as good as the Ukrainians. Let's bring in Florida Congressman and Army veteran Mike Waltz. Mike, good morning to you. Uh, no man left behind. We morning. are hearing that one Navy SEAL fell into the water and then the other SEAL jumped in after him. And now they're both presumed dead. How are you processing this news this morning? Well, it reminds me of the, the famous Churchill quote that Americans and the world sleeps peaceably at night because rough men stand ready to do violence on their behalf. Uh, and you have to think about the mentality in rough seas, the middle of the night, you don't know what you're getting into in terms if you're going to be engaged violently as you're boarding the ship and you see your fellow seal go into the dark ocean and you go in after them. Uh, that's how the SEALs train. Uh, that's their mentality. And uh, my heart uh, is broken, but we will also make sure that uh, those Gold Star families are taken care of. The other piece, Harley, is that it's just frustration. Uh, this is so frustrating. Those SEALs shouldn't have been put in this position. We're dealing with the tentacles. We're dealing with the, the symptoms of the disease, whether it's the Houthis, our soldiers that are being fired on in Iraq, uh, our ally in Israel that's uh, getting hammered right now by Hezbollah, by Hamas and others, rather than this administration admitting it was wrong on Iran, reversing course on Iran and drying up the cash. 
we will never be able to stop all of the weapons in every ocean on every smuggling route going to those proxies. You have to dry up the cash in Tehran. We have to go back to maximum pressure. This administration has got to reverse course on its Iran policy okay, hey, or we're going to stop lose more service stop members. Guy. So, great. But yeah, I don't want to hear more about that. But you all are bringing up the same questions I've asked. Mm -hmm. They're seals, right? They live in the water. They eat, breathe, drink, sleep, piss, fuck, shit. They do everything in the water better. Yeah. How did two trained divers fall, fall of a boat? boat? How high up were they? And what type of boat were they on? What about the rest of the team? Well, where are the rest of the bodies? Because there'd be 11 dudes jumping in after me if I fell in. Yeah. And they're not scared. I'm a fucking trained master diver. Uh, so when uh, always in Texas, really quick. Sorry, I got to pause myself real quick. Always in Texas. Um, yes, it is Russian or uh, Ukrainian is like they, they have some different words and different verb con conjugations. Um, but it's basically a bastard. It's like country Russian is the way I always used to say it because when I was taught, I was taught with a, a, my teacher was from Moscow. And when we had our live teacher, he was from Moscow and he was the one that taught us how to speak Russian and a couple other languages, but the big one was Russian. And he told us about Ukrainian and he said there was a bunch of different words and they, some of them sound a lot like Russian, but they're not this, that, and the other thing, blah, 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 blah. And he went through the whole conjugation thing with us and everything else. And I was like, Oh, so it's basically like going down South in America. He said, exactly. Gotcha. There's some words, you know, and there's some words you just don't know. And if you're not listening, right, you ain't going to hear it. Right. You and you're going to get offended way to get to that point, yes, by the I way. Know. Anyway, anyway um, last clip of the night. This is a, uh, a warning from NATO from the NATO commander. Here you go. You need to have water, you need to have uh, a, a radio on batteries, and you need to have a, a, a flashlight on, on batteries to make sure that you can survive the first 36 hours. Things like that, that's simple things. But it starts there, the, the realization that not everything is planable, not everything is going to be honky-dory in the next 20 years. I'm not saying it is going wrong tomorrow, but we have to realize it's not a given that we are in peace. And that's why we have the plans. That's why we are preparing for a conflict with, uh, uh, with Russia and the terror groups. If it comes to it, if they attack us, we're not seeing you need to have water. You need to have. That's ominous. Yeah. I like Lindsay. You're right. Shit. Look at his eyes. Dude, that guy just saw something. Yeah. You know? That guy's got that look like, folks, I, I just saw some shit. You got to make sure you got this shit because if you don't, you ain't going to survive. Mm -hmm. I, uh, whoa. yeah, whoa. Yeah, I know. I know Russia will. Russia will fuck us up, too. Oh, really? Uh, Ellsworth said an ex-Navy SEAL dude from uh, the, three, of the, seven three of the seven project dudes knows how it happened. He he lives in Georgia. I posted a video um, to the rag chat about it. Okay. Interesting. I'll have to go check that out, dude. Yeah. Okay.
All right. We got to get out of here. All right. It is that time. It is. We got to go make dinner. All right. Feed the children. I guess so. Mm-hmm. We still have a ton of content to get I know. through, but it, that's okay. We, we build it all up on Monday and get through it over the course of the week. True. All right. So, well, hold on. Wait, before we go, I know I said last clip, but there's one I want to play. Is there any <clears throat> humor? Yes. That's exactly what I'm getting to. Okay. Cause there's gotta be, some, we gotta end on humor. That was just such a dark way to end. <clears throat> Lindsay, specifically, this one is for you. Very specifically, if I can fucking find it. And you crazy Jack. Cause I know how you are with this. You'll see. There we go. Crazy chuckle, know what I'm talking about. Yes. All right. There we go. This is for y'all. Man, somebody wasted some food on the floor. Hey, what you looking at, bro? What's up? You feeling froggy? They jumped in. Come on, if you want to do something. Come on. Don't ask Ha ha. This is my house. Let me go around and see what's in the kitchen. Who in my kitchen? You better have some food ready for me in my kitchen. You better be some food ready because this is my house. No. Look, I told you stop looking at me. I'm not playing with you. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not vicious. You know, you always mess with me. I'm not vicious. Oh. Hey, I think I need some help. This this bag won't come off my head, okay? Oh, I don't understand. Oh, get oh, man, they got the good seeds. Oh. What you want? Oh, uh-uh. stop! Uh-uh. You shouldn't have dropped it out your mouth. It's mine now, clown. Uh-uh. Get back. Uh-uh. It's mine. Uh-uh. You know you want it, huh? You want it? You want it? Ah, uh-uh. stop, man. Uh-uh. I'm having so much fun with your ball. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh, shit. That was some funny shit. <laughs> I love that you're doing the voiceover. He's so yeah. right, too. That bulldog's like, man, you know I'm not violent. I ain't violent. I ain't attacking you, but you keep slamming it. Oh, damn shit. That shit's funnier than fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now we really have to go. So. All right. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, 545, the pre show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. Uh, you can check her out tomorrow morning at 08 for the good book and the lovely Liliana at 905. Mm-hmm. And Am I still correct in saying that? Correct. All right. Yep. Um, and you what can she carry is going on to do, there. she and I spoke about, um, she's going to turn her show on a 10 because she needs the morning hours to take care of some stuff. So rather than playing Buck Rogers and Justin at the end, she's going to play Buck Rogers and Justin at the beginning of the show before tribute. So then, and then she'll do the news in the afternoon. So. Gotcha. So that way she can have the morning hours with Justin playing and Buck Rogers playing in the background and then, and just be able to lurk and be on the phone and do whatever she needs to do. And then we'll have tribute and then she'll do the news, you know, and whatever her regular stuff in the afternoon. So, um, so we'll still get the full show uh, because we cut tonight's show or today's show early. Cause it was, cause I had to do my presentation. Um, Tomorrow night we're gonna start doing the the overnight replaying the day's shows. So okay, yeah. So tomorrow night after this show, I think starting at probably nine p.m., um, we'll play the Good Book, Liana's show, and a replay of the Patriot Party pa- podcast. So we'll replay all the shows overnight for people overseas. 
and for uh, night owls or you guys at or trucking or, or yeah. you guys got to drive at night or whatever yep. you're you're taking a long trip and you want to just zone out for a couple hours boom there you go yep so uh so that'll start tomorrow night so there you go yep so i think that's it all right yep. well till then fuckers we'll talk to you later for the mic and v lynn well see you tomorrow night thanks for watching y'all peace Fuck around and find out I love my car.